Okay, great. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Horizon Weekly Insider number 149. Today is Monday, August 22nd. We are live on Discord and YouTube, and thank you for joining us. Please be aware that this call is being recorded and will be available for you to check out later on the Horizon podcast. Also, please remember to ask your questions for the team on Mentee via the link in chat. Today, let's go ahead and kick off the update with our engineering department. Welcome, Alberto, if you're here. Hello. Well, this is Roberto, but <laughs> not Alberto, but thank you. Thank you, Erika. Um, okay, so we'll, let's start with the updates. And uh, we can start with uh, Zendu, as usual. And in particular, I'm talking about our main work stream, non-seasable sidechain. Uh, last week, we have been working on a few changes that were requested to, in order to add epoch dependencies among certificates, for instance, in a scenario where one transaction spans the output of another one. Okay. With the uh, old version of Zendu, we didn't have to update the dependency since every certificate was independent. So this is not the case anymore for non-seasable sidechain. Uh, miners rely on a remote call, which is a get block template to spot such dependency and has been an answer to provide this extra information. Moreover, we follow up on a first finding was highlighted during the auditing activities that are being performed by a third party company that is partnering with us. Uh, we perform a first analysis of the issue reported. It's a doesn't quite seem a real issue to us. It's a very specific corner case, but in any case, we are following up to understand all the potential implications. And last update on Zendu, we, uh, it was an activity of a couple of weeks ago, the random failures on the continuous integration pipeline. Okay, fix has been found, committed, and the issue is now closed. Okay. Okay, then for what regard Blaze, last week we delivered a new version of the base code component of the SDK, applied general fixes along with several peers, penalization, mechanism improvements. Then working on the Ouroboros Pros consensus improvement, and this is still in progress. Mostly we are talking about testing, so code is completed, and completing also the testing activity. For the rest, the new sidechain creation support is now under review. We are working on the preparation of the next XDK release, and we are also applying some improvement to the sidechain test framework. New test runner script is submitted and is ready for review. On the other hand, let's talk about EVM. The implementation of gas consumption is in progress, and the related draft uh, Pull request was created, so making good progress on that too. The Ethereum uh, call uh, uh, static call method was implemented for both the EVM and the custom message processors. And apart from these last two things, we worked in the last week on the announcement of many RPC APIs, so started implementation of Bloom filters and improved the transaction and RPC endpoint test coverage. Lastly, most recent updates regarding proving system. Okay. The main news here is that Plunky2 codebase is now open source, and last open licensed codebase was one year old, uh, August 2021, uh, the one which we were focusing. 
But we are now also remodulating all the team activities to focus all our efforts on the last most recent code base. On the theoretical side, so the cryptographic foundation, we are laying the mathematical foundation for Plonky2, completed the document regarding the fry commitment scheme and the soundness of Deep Ali. And so, these were the main points for this weekly insider, and uh, back to you, Erika. Wonderful, thank you. Uh, now I'd like to welcome Angie or John for the product and engineering updates. I can jump in first and just update quickly on EVM. Um, first of all, I think this is the last week you'll you'll have to hear from me. Victor will be back um, starting tomorrow. So um, with respect to EVM, Roberto already kind of gave a technical update from business side. Uh, we currently have a, a lot that we're thinking about, uh, including launch KPIs, working with business development partners um, and marketing partners across the organization to really define these. Uh, with that, we have a number of DeFi protocols that we'd like to launch ourselves. And so we're thinking through the strategies of how to launch those, uh, the legal um, considerations we have to take in launching those, and what kind of tokens, if any, um, need to go with them. Partnerships and integrations, including bridges, oracles, and other dApps, really kind of in discussions with some partners and really trying to um, have all these conversations with an eye toward end user reusability. Um, making sure that the experience for people to use radium is uh, a very good one. And then most importantly, we've uh, had a number of conversations over the last few weeks regarding security and strategy for um, security and upgrades. And so much more to come on that front. We're doing a, a bunch of planning on the strategic side on that front. Um believe that's all, so I'll, I'll hand it over to Angie to give the rest of the updates. All right. Thanks, John. Uh, how's my audio? Can somebody confirm if you can hear me okay? Sounds good, Angie. Okay, perfect. So hi, everyone. Happy Monday. Um, let's see some updates regarding Token Mint. Um, so regarding the NFT uh, release on Testnet, that's coming pretty soon. Last week, we uh, continued and finalized a lot of the bug fixes that were found. And we also performed another uh, round of testing for our block explorer. So we are in the final details uh, on that. And we expect to have the released versions ready this week. Uh, and this means that the next activities are going to be for uh, Infra team to prepare for the testnet deployment. So those activities are going to be coming up in the following days. Um, so yeah, the NFT test releases is still on track. Uh, so expect, expect more news on, on that the following days. Um, on a separate note, uh, last week we declared and mint, uh, Punk's token on Token Mint, and we are working on all the activities and preparations needed for the upcoming airdrops. So really excited and, um, uh, yeah, expect more news to come very, very soon. I'll hand it back to you, Erica. Thank you. 
Thank you, Angie. And now I'll go ahead and provide the marketing updates. Uh, so as Angie said, uh, the Punks token has been declared and we're excited to have a rough timeline for the airdrops for you guys. Uh, we are currently looking at a September 7th or 8th airdrop for everybody. So be sure to follow the Punks Twitter account um, at Punks underscore token uh, for more announcements. Then um, as it comes to ZenCon Zero, uh, we're excited to be meeting up with the team in Milan, Italy next month. Uh, we have started to uh, choose our speakers as well as send out guests uh, tickets to everybody. So uh, be sure to check your emails if you applied to speak at ZenCon Zero or apply to attend. Uh, just to see if you have any tickets or speaker information in your inbox. Uh, the initial deadline was August 19th, um, but you should see some information in your email within the last few days. Uh, so now that we've begun to select our speakers, we're going to be starting to announce those uh, on our social platforms soon. So take a look at our socials just to see who we have speaking at the uh, first uh, ZenCon. And uh, last week, we also released a blog uh, that showcases ZenCon Zero as well as the first NFT coming to Token Mint, uh, which will be a special release for our first ecosystem summit. Uh, check out the blog and the art that we've created for it. That's our updates for the week. Now I'd like to welcome Rob for the leadership updates and Q&A session. Thank you, Erica. And it, by the way, the artwork for, for the Zero Gravity, uh, Zincon Zero uh, NFT collection is pretty amazing. So love the blog post. Thanks for pointing everyone to it. On my end, guys, I want to say, um, so it's basically business as usual, which for us means a lot of different things going on at the same time. Uh, we have some team members rotating in and out for summer vacation. That's just what happens every summer, right? People need to, we're, are actually human beings and people need to take a little bit of time off. Um, but operations continue. Uh, all teams are making a lot of progress, as you've heard, of all, you know, at least a bunch of our major areas right now. ZenCon planning is ramping up as the event nears, and it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. I want to give a shout out to Liat and the marketing team. You guys have done an amazing job so far with what I've seen. And I'm dying to hear if I'm going to be picked as a speaker. So we'll see. Yeah, fingers crossed on that one. Uh, NFTs on Togament. You heard Angie, guys. Uh, release versions ready this week. Testnet, ASAP. Uh, super cool. This is something we've been waiting for for a bit. And just pretty awesome that we'll have the capability to have NFTs in Horizon soon. Um, like By soon, I mean actual software done and going to a testnet. <laughs> so... Um, you guys heard it as well. There is a rumor that Punk's uh, token has been cleared by legal for launch. Uh, actually, Erica spilled all the beans, so you know uh, exactly when it's going to be launching, and uh, Angie as well. Um, so nothing makes my heart race like hearing the word airdrop. Uh, just kidding, Andrew. I stole that phrase from you. Uh, but I am really looking forward to that airdrop for the community. And on my end, personally, so there's two big efforts that I'm focusing on, just so you can see where I spend my time amongst the dozen or so other things that we have going on as, as an organization. Uh, the EVM delivery, it is our top priority. So we have to get this right. And there are a lot of moving parts. Um, so you guys have been kept updated on the fact that we're done with the 
the milestone one delivery was complete. It's on a testnet now, private testnet. Haven't yet exposed that to the public, except for any partners that want to develop with us um, you know, and be ready for day one main, main chain launch. Uh, we are, um, you know, at least able to open up some uh, some connections there. And I want to say there there's a, a lot of coordination going on in the background here for potential ecosystem partners. Um, there, you know, things like key infrastructure pieces, DApps, DeFi protocols, and things like that that John alluded to. Uh, we want this to be a big success. So when we hit mainnet, we want to make sure that it's actually a usable ecosystem, which means that we have just some fundamentals there. You've heard us talking for the last several months about some of these things, and I'm looking forward to actually announcing specific things that are ongoing, um, things that Horizon Labs doing, things that you know we're bringing in other partners from other ecosystems to do. It should be, you know, it, it's just a lot of work, and uh, it is coming together. Now, John mentioned, or she, he, he alluded to infrastructure and the product teams have been deep diving on security for the rollout. Uh, and this is really critical. So getting the rollout right from a security perspective is absolutely key, um, especially with the nature of Blaze and the fact that we're going to have certifiers. Everything has to be done, I would just say, perfectly. Uh, and we're evaluating everything at this point. So is the, even the current Blaze certifier circuit good enough or do we want to upgrade it to make it more flexible? Right. Like So as we declare certifiers, will the certifier set uh, be expected to change in, I don't know, say, coming months or years going forward? Probably, right? So we can think through some of the details here. Key management, security. Uh, what happens when we need to make upgrades to the chain? Right? Like We, we know that we're going to go live here with this V0 and then have a very aggressive roadmap to make this EVM competitive in the market. And competitive means very fast block times. It means very fast finality. Uh, there's a lot of competition out there, and we're under no illusions that this V0 that we go out with is going to be, on day one, the most competitive EVM chain on the market. But there's no excuse not to go out there with a very aggressive roadmap to make it competitive. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So we need to understand the mechanics of how will we upgrade things on the chain? How will the upgrades be rolled out? Are these classic hard forks? I mean, this is a side chain operating what does it mean for the circuit, if anything, that you declare when you deploy the chain initially on, on the main chain? All right, so we have to go through these details. This is what the teams are doing right now. Um, and depending on the level of effort for users to upgrade, so what happens when there's actually a hard fork or we change consensus or maybe certifiers change um, for the EVM chain? What happens to users? In particular, what happens to all the smart contracts and dApps and integrations that happen on the EVM chain? Because we want to foster a lot of activity in, in uh, this ecosystem, we want DeFi, we want NFTs, we want marketplaces. We want a lot to happen. What happens when we upgrade the system? What will the, the experience for users be? Now, these are the types of things that we're thinking through now, thankfully, you know, months before we actually deployed this thing. But still, there's a lot on our plates to make sure that we get this right. And depending on some of the answers to some of these questions, like, for example, we might want to actually integrate in the sidechain to sidechain functionality into the V0, as an example, right? If, if it's a very onerous upgrade process. We might want to get in the most important substantive things before we launch. If the if the upgrade process is completely manageable, it's defined, we can facilitate it with tools, okay, maybe we can deploy V0 with less functionality and upgrade as we go, right? These are all things that we don't have all the answers right now. Uh, thankfully, we're working through these things and you know we'll have uh, more information as we go, as always. Now, finally, the, the second big thing that I'm personally devoting a lot of my time to, this is on, on the Horizon Labs side, we are ramping up our sidechain as a product validation efforts because this is a key part of Horizon being successful as well. This is 
probably one of the most important things that Horizon Labs can do for the success of the Horizon ecosystem is make sure that a lot of different people deploy a bunch of different chains and capabilities within Horizon, right? So the success of this, you know, this product effort that we've seen, you know, Horizon Labs is the technical team and product team and infra team and all that is deploying the, the Horizon specific EVM chain. But also because we're a software company, because we want to be a product company, you know, selling products, uh, right, for sustainability of the company, let alone the ecosystem, we are also working on can we sell side chains to organizations, to other crypto projects, to, to enterprise blockchain teams, right, like to governments, who knows, right? Uh, anyone in the world, like, can the, the side chain product that we're developing here, maybe an EVM side chain, maybe an account based side chain, maybe UTXO based side chain, who knows? Can any of the things that we're deploying into Horizon now for the community actually be reused by Horizon Labs uh, for specific clients in the future? This is something that I'm now uh, I'm ramping up a team internally. We've already started to do some preliminary research, and the guys have been doing a great job there, and lining up a handful of early design partners just to bounce ideas off of. Right. So the idea is, this: the earlier we start talking to people that might actually buy sidechains uh, in Horizon, the better. And that's what we're trying to do now. But we have to understand exactly what do we want to sell them? Will this be an EVM chain? Will it come with a, a suite of software products like a wallet, like an explorer, like the basics of DeFi? How will we price it? Like all these things are really important questions that we have to answer. And really the way that you answer them is by posing the questions to the people that might buy the product, right? So this is what we're doing now. Uh, it's also just for me, frankly, a lot of fun to get out there and talk to people to see, you know, like what are people thinking? Where's this industry going? What are their blockchain teams focusing on right now? And can we actually place products that are relevant and useful to them? Uh, more details, obviously, like everything will, will flow as we start getting some traction here. Um, and really, obviously, all of this depends on the, the number one important thing that we're working on, which is the CVM delivery. So anyway, guys, a lot going on. Um, now, again, should I mention the word airdrop? Um, you know, forthcoming. So a lot, a lot of fun, guys. Try to come to ZenCon if you can. If not, like I always plug, um, you know, track and follow the event and watch some of the videos online. So I'll stop here and we can open up to Q&A. We have some time. Okay, great. So top questions today, uh, starting off with what are Dean and Rob's biggest concerns going to end of year? Huh. I'll say uh, just right off the bat, um, I, I want this EVM delivery to, to go well, right? And there's still so many moving parts to it. And even though that our, our engineering product and infra teams have done really well to get us to the point of, Milestone one delivery and getting onto a test net, fantastic. This is a huge accomplishment that I don't know, four months ago when we started the project, we probably wouldn't have guessed it would go so smooth. <clears throat> but still, we shouldn't, like the saying goes, count our chickens before they hatch. And there's still a lot of work that has to come together on both the technical side, the security infra side, on the partner side, and, and actually the ultimate deployment. We have to get this right. And this is the thing that I'm personally stressing over the most. Now, stress in a healthy way. This is life and this is what we do for a living. Um, so, you know, we're, we're just going to keep on rolling with it. And Dean, I don't know if you're on the call here. Please feel free to, to chime in. Yeah, no, I, I am. And uh, I think Rob echoed all of the same concerns. Uh, but again, I think it's just par for the course whenever you have a new delivery that is a big deal and you're excited about it. So I think it, this is, we would have probably had the same concerns before uh, Zendu as well. So here we are. Not too concerned, I guess. Bottom line, that there's, there's always concerns, but uh, I'm, I'm sleeping okay at night. 
Glad to hear that, Dean. Okay, uh, on to the next question. How is the team thinking about balancing between partner token launches and developing internally for the Horizon ecosystem? This is a great question, actually. We are now hashing out just some or organizational internals of how we're going to be structuring teams to, so that we can effectively support both. Uh, and I can just say, first of all, it's a good problem to have because a year ago, we didn't have this problem um, because we just had very limited capacity and we're just so focused on just expanding some basic uh, functionality capacity for the ecosystem and as a company. Now that we actually have just a, a powerhouse of a team, we've delivered you know really impressive technology thus far. Uh, and now we're getting out, we've got our first sidechain out there with Token Mint. We're getting the EVM you know, closer and closer to a, a mainnet delivery. Uh, now we need to make some, some just basic decisions where we've actually already done internal analysis, looking at how we spend money, how the teams operate, and you know just what we're working on, things that are like you know Horizon Labs, you know, client-specific versus the Horizon ecosystem-specific. Uh, and right now, I, I think that we've learned that we can do a better job. <laughs> Not that we're doing a bad job, but we can probably optimize a little bit more, like... For instance, I believe we should probably have dedicated teams for each of the different, you know, call them divisions of work or workflows that are ongoing. Whether they're Horizon Labs clients that have um, projects that are ongoing, there should probably be dedicated teams that can just focus specifically on that. For Horizon delivery items, like the EVM, we should have teams that focus specifically on that, right? So this is what we're working on now internally, just to make sure that we we get our you know, own organization or set of organizations optimized for deliveries. Uh, and, you know, I have no problem, no, no, uh, no uh, doubt that we're going to be able to do it effectively. Fantastic. Uh, so uh, this question might be a little difficult for us to answer at this time, but... People are curious to know, will the ZenCon Zero attendees be the only people to receive the Zero Gravity NFT, or will Horizon consider the longtime project supporters too? Asking in hopes of getting an answer. I feel like the hard question should go to Erica to answer. I like was really, I was really hoping that you would not call on me for that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just, I don't have an answer for that at this time. Uh, to my understanding, we are looking to only release it to ZenCon Zero attendees, um, but that doesn't mean that that is the final answer. Uh, we have seen a lot of people in our community uh, interested in whether or not we'll be releasing a amount of them to our longtime supporters who aren't able to attend ZenCon Zero. I will go ahead and discuss with the team probably this week to see if that's something that we can do. Unfortunately, I just don't have an answer for that. So you guys know who to blame if you don't get some NFTs? Erica. Rob. Okay, so it looks like we do have time for another question. Uh, it looks like some people in the community are wondering, how do big investors in the project keep up with the news on Horizon? Do we have monthly updates with them? Uh, yeah, so I, like we, we don't have dedicated investor um, you know, meetings that, that we put out like this. Like th From our perspective, we try to you know, blend everything together with this, with this community update. 
so that the communicate can be updated on everything with all of the other stakeholders. Now, that said, Horizon Labs private company does have an investor newsletter. So the VC investors and private investors in the company are kept very much aware of what the company is doing, basically like financial health of the company, big projects, revenue opportunities, and so forth. Um, but otherwise, I, I really just like to make sure everything gets uh, transparently conveyed to everyone here. And for me, this is the perfect vehicle to do it, are these weekly insiders. Okay, great. Um, we actually might be able to answer this last question in the next couple of minutes. Um, it says, if Lattice is not in development anymore, is the performance showed on the website still real or accurate? Uh, uh, that's like a really good question. So in, in, again, it's not that Lattice isn't going to be delivered, um, but correct, Lattice is not currently under development because the proving system team is working on Plunky 2 right now and an upgraded proving system that you heard uh, a little bit of an update from Roberto today. Um, but so we, we in general need to do a performance baseline on what we are delivering. So with TokenMint as an example, like that type of UTXO-based chain, we just refactored the SDK to be account-based for this EVM. So we really should have a performance baseline on the EVM. And then we should have some sort of composite for the entire ecosystem. So the, the performance estimates that you saw or you see published on the website are those that were basically like an upper bound, like something that was um, you're reasonable you're based on certificate size on the main chain, based on certificates that were coming off of the UTXO-based uh, token mint style uh, sidechain. But because things have changed, we certainly do owe you guys an update, and we will get that for you. We definitely want to publish also performance estimates for what we think V0 of EVM will look like. So that'll be a big factor in the, the total system performance. How's that for a lot of words and not giving you an answer? Amazing, as right? always. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Well, that is it for our weekly insider today, everybody. Thank you all so much for joining us today. And just a reminder that you can listen to the podcast playback on all of our podcast platforms. And we will see you all again next Monday for the latest Horizon updates. Have a great week, everyone.